Hey guys, we're back again. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Happy New Year's, guys. It's the new year, 2023. This episode's going to be a good one. Abs, how was your Christmas? How was the new year? What's I up? Know, I cannot already believe it's like January 5th. Every episode at the beginning, we start off going, I, I can't believe it's this. Like, bitch. <laughs> we we have to stop saying this. Life is flying by. Like, the week's fly by i don't even know where even thanksgiving went i don't know where 2022 went i don't know where my college graduation year went guys i just ended the last episode you said the same (laughs) sentence the last episode okay well (laughs) at least i'm consistent on not knowing where the time goes but christmas was good i had all my siblings home um for the first time in a hot minute so that was good to see them any um, bad holiday all... stories? Anything controversial? Nothing. Your think... family's so sweet. No, actually, I think it went swimmingly. What about you? Oh no, <laughs> I'm getting. <laughs> I have no, no, I have no big stories. Like I'm not gonna share anything crazy. But I mean, of course, there were little bumps in the road that were like shocking. I mean, nothing crazy. Yeah. Like I mean, it's just like when a sibling wears a shirt that has like a naked woman on it that your dad gets mad. Like that kind of stuff happens. Like little things <laughs> here and there. <laughs> little things here and there, but it's good. So hard, yeah, okay. and then makes I, and makes them turn it inside out. Okay, moving on. Wait, that's hilarious. <laughs> no holidays went well. I feel like Christmas was fun. Like, I can't. Like Abigail already said, I can't believe it's over. Now it's like literally already twenty twenty three and twenty twenty two is gone. Every single year goes by so much quicker as you get older too. Like they always say, it gets like faster as you go older or whatever. But yeah, Christmas was good. I spent it at home. It snowed twice here. I love Ooh, when it, it snowed snows. so much in Chicago. It's too. so cute and Christmassy when Winter it snows. I love it. We're pre-filming this right now. We're gonna be together in literally five days for New Year's Eve, which is gonna be great. But we will say we are pre-filming this, but we know it's the New Year for everyone else. So Happy New Year! I'm so excited Happy for all of us to be together. New Year's. Yeah, I hope everyone has a really good New Year. Like, turns up, gets lit, has a good time. I'm so excited to see Megan's siblings. Like, honestly, more excited to see Megan's family than seeing Megan herself. So. <laughs> yeah I love Meg's family it's always the best time when we're together and I honestly cannot wait to see her siblings so yeah good times good times <laughs> okay um, Meg's what is okay. this episode about today we're gonna be talking shooting your shot going yeah. for something in your career not being afraid to ask for the raise doing something in your personal life whether that's like starting to work out or eat clean or whatever it is we're gonna be yeah. talking about all those things today let's get into it Let's go for it. Okay, now that Megs brings up shooting your shots, guys. Okay, let me just tell you, I don't slide into the DMs often, but when I do. I wish you did, bitch. <laughs> I wish you'd give me your phone. Do, okay, let me just, okay, let me give you the backstory. So I'm in California at this time. We're just off of summer. And it is, when do you go back to school? August? Okay, it's August. Yeah, I'm August. in Orange County at one of my best friend's house. We got there a few days early before I go back to Fresno. And me and this professional lacrosse player follow each other on instagram so i'm like okay tea. like this is tea and i show them his profile and i'm like guys i really want to like inbox this man like he's playing in san diego you know what i mean like the time is now <laughs> um so we're going back to fresno the next day and okay guys let's just say this i had drafted on the instagram dms like hey or something like stupid like that and i was like guys i need like something better like, so, actually, let me go find the actual date now. <laughs> actually, oh no, I don't want God. to. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. Like, you don't even want to look. My best friend ended up saying, like, sending it. And he responded back. And we ended up, like, talking that night. And I was like, I'm going to be out in L.A. in, like, two weeks, which is, like, an hour away, would you say, from San Diego? I don't know. Yeah, we were there. Yeah. We were going to go for the USC Fresno game. And okay. I ended up seeing him that weekend. What so happened? I shot my – Okay, 
let me just this story is all over the place i slid into the dms he responded back right i was like i'm gonna be there in two weeks right so two weeks happens so i'm now in la and I don't reach out to this man first. Like, if this man wants to see me, even though I sleep, he's gonna to have to or try to see this me. Man, yeah, this man is gonna have to text me first, right? Okay. <laughs> so here comes Saturday night. What does he do? He texts me. So I'm like, oh, it's game over. So we go out. Are you drinking yet? Like, are you out of oh, the bar yet? Yeah, yeah. Like, we're drinking all weekend. You know what I mean? But okay, I was not texting that go. man. Like, that man was texting me first. Okay. So we go out to the bars and he's in Santa Monica and we're actually in like, I don't know where we were. We we're like, I don't know where we were besides the point. So he ends up coming back to like our Airbnb after. And the long story short, we talk off and on for like the next two years, like the most random, two some of the most years. random stories. And like we FaceTime and stuff like that. And then COVID hit, but the most random thing happened after me just like going for it and just texting this man, send, sliding into this man's DM. So that is my like one story that sticks out to me Wait, when you i still talk, talk about shooting your shot this day? no Sorry, no this one has a girlfriend now but it, it was like we still like steadily talked like off and on for like two years like i was not expecting like anything out of it right like it was just like a weekend type thing you know what i mean and that's not casual and then it wasn't you never know what comes out of things when you go for it okay okay honestly yeah i feel like i feel like a lot of the good relationships are like funny relationship stories come from people just like going for it no bro you're so right though like, like i, I would say even like the best nights out when you go out with your friends and then and like so much unexpected things happen you go to a bar that you weren't supposed to end up at and it's just like yeah. the most fun like it's always the nights that are the most unexpected sometimes it's actually really fun when you have no plan and then you end up doing like the most like crazy mm-hmm. things you have no idea what you're even expecting so then you're like having the best night ever even though you were like oh we're not even gonna do anything tonight you have the best night, meet the best people. I feel like all the times I've said yes to something that was like last minute or random have been the most fun. Like yep. I can think of so many times in college where someone would be like, oh, let's just drive to LA last minute and like go to this bar. Or like we were like underage taking our fake IDs somewhere. And we'd be like, let's go to this bar and see if we can get in. And like we would get in or like something crazy would happen. Or just like the random nights where it's like 10 p.m. and your friends are like, okay, what's up? Do you want to go to this party? Do you want to go to this? And you go and it's yep. like really, really fun. That's not really about shooting your shot though. So no. But, it, but it does fall under the realm of like going for it, I guess. I don't know. Being a yes man is so fun. Like you just never know what you're going to get yourself into. Yeah. And there's a reason why someone coined the term or the phrase that all the best things are unplanned. Like that is yeah. factual. <laughs> Bro, I have a friend that every single time my boyfriend and I text him to hang out, he says yes. Like he's literally the most down person ever. It can be 11 p.m. And like it's just me and my boyfriend hanging out. And we text this guy, we're like, hey, come over, watch this movie. This man is down. <laughs> While it is fun being a yes man, it is also fun being a no girl or no man. <laughs> yeah. I also, shooting your shot, I always think of like one of my really good friends who has no shame in the game. Like sometimes I am like, girl, where are you getting this confidence from? Because your girl needs it. Like she legitimately does not care. And she's the definition of someone who always goes for it. Really? always goes for it does not care how bad she looks as the end of the day she knows herself and I think that's one of my favorite things about her but I remember she told me this story I was just recently with her in LA and she was like yeah I don't text guys if I want to see them like I call them and if they don't pick up then they clearly don't want me oh. bad enough and I was like Woo! Woo! girl we are throwing in the calls like I think about that I'm like hold on if someone just cold called me out of the blue I'd be like what the fuck Wait, is this, this person just calling 
If a yeah. man called you, oh, oh my gosh, okay. hookup called you would not answer, Abby. Guys, I think one of my favorite stories, though, Meg's listen to this. One of my favorite stories she said this past weekend was she was like talking to this guy, right? Like they were like cooking up off and on, and she randomly texted him one day. I was like, "Let's date." <laughs> I was like, "What did he say?" I don't. I I don't think he obviously didn't pan out. <laughs> You're like but they're but, dating now three years. The point like, of that story is, and I and I love that story because first of all, she wasn't scared to say it because why are you scared? You know what I mean? Like she shot her shot, didn't work out. And now she's on to the next. But I think I love that so much is because she's so unapologetically herself. I love no, that. I love people like that, bro. I love people that are bold enough to slide in DMs. Yes. If only Abigail would give me this, her phone. Like if she would not okay. give me her phone. First of all, <laughs> Megan and Megan's playing real cool over here about sliding into the DMs. Girl is in a relationship. I guarantee if Megs was single, Megs, would you be sliding into the DMs if you were single? No, I always tell him if we break up, I'm sliding in the DMs. Oh my God. I these, can't believe these this NBA folks about to get some DMs. Like- <laughs> okay. But the thing about them, which I also hate is that they're like inboxing every girl in the city that they're in. I mean, yeah, it's That's- like so gross to me. I think it's yeah. so gross. I don't know if I brought this up, but I recently just slid into someone's DMs that I was LA man's actually on Instagram I, or on, on, their, you on Instagram. Him. Yeah. And I have his phone number too but we have not talked in like a year and a half and i was the last one i get well i was the last one to ghost his text um so i slid into his instagram dms because i was in la this past weekend but of course i was like texting my friends i was like guys should i text her instagram it? i think i'm gonna instagram it and they're like yeah definitely instagram because they think it makes it more casual too oh i texted this man right i've not talked to this man in a year and a half and i slid in his dms and i'm like i'm in la what are you doing tonight <laughs> I mean, that's the classic, though. Is that not the classic line? Like, we should call the episode, I'm in LA, what are you doing? No, we should call the episode, shoot your shot. But, like, that is shooting your shot right there. No, but most definitely. It worked out for you. I mean, he pulled through, right? Yeah. And, like, that's the thing. I was, like, slightly worried for, like, the five minutes after Sunday. I was like, wait, guys, why am I worried? First of all, I've seen this man before. Like, this man used to drive down to see me, like, every other weekend. Like, if this man does – if I don't see this man this weekend – no skin off my back because it's on to the next. Yeah. And I think that's something that we always need to keep thinking of. When one thing, when one person ends or a closed door ends, we're like, okay, be sad about it. Now we're on to the next. It's honestly a blessing in disguise. Am I wrong to say guys, majority of guys, love when girls are super confident and bold and will send the first text and be the one to shoot their shot? Like, am I wrong if like at a bar the girl goes up? Is that attractive or no? I feel like guys love that. We don't have a guy yes. on, but I'm like, I think guys love when yeah. the girl is like which, so confident like that. Yeah, which I don't want to get no, too she much has into it. because it's going to be our following episode. But I will say, I think guys like it, but to a certain extent, to a certain approach. Like if you're coming unless it's unless it's on, overdone, yeah, yeah, too much. That's yeah. what I'm saying. If it's overdone, they're like, e. But I do think guys love when girls take initiative. Yeah, and I think that's what's cool about like I don't like the okay, I'm not I'm not on the dating apps and I feel like everyone hates on the dating apps and I don't love the dating apps. But I feel like that's the cool thing about like Bumble is it gives the opportunity for girls to shoot their shot and I don't like Bumble, like whatever. I think that's what I used the one time I went on like a date in college because I just felt like I had more control over it. I was like, if a bunch of random guys messaged me, like ew. But if I'm messaging yeah. them and like they have the like I don't know, like the whatever to like respond back to me. I feel like that was better mm-hmm. in my head for some reason, even though like whatever. I don't know. <laughs> no, I get what you mean. I guess the point, the whole point of shooting your shot and just going for it is the act of like you don't know what can come from it unless you do it in the first place. So you may fail 500 times, but the 502nd time you shoot your shot may work. And at the yeah, end yeah. of the day, there's always going to be like 
you getting denied, me getting denied. Mm-hmm. People are always going to get denied, and it doesn't really have anything to do with you or, yeah. like, your physical attractiveness. It's just, like, if this man is mentally there to, one, either be in a relationship or, two, want to, like, hook up that night. Like, it's not that mm-hmm. deep. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to keep saying to ourselves when we continue to, like, slide into these men's DMs. Yeah, I think it's, like, the whole thing of you never know unless you try. And, like, you have to, like, be willing to even put yourself out there to see if you even get a response. Because if you never do it, you're never going to know. And I think there's so many movies that show people, like, too scared to, like, I don't know, be the first one to, like, ask them on a date or reach out. And everyone's, yeah. like, just go for it. Like, if you don't, like, you're never going to know if it would have happened. And then, like, they always end up, like, dating or, like, falling in love, whatever. It's dumb. Yes. But, yeah. Yes. Okay, which leads me into my next story about just, like, going for it. You have to start somewhere. Um it's actually a story about my oldest sister who I love so dearly. She is a type one diabetic and she got diagnosed her freshman year of college and she went to quite a party school. And if you know about type one diabetics, they obviously can't drink the same amount as people who don't have diabetes. And she actually, when she was diagnosed, reached out, well, emailed the Dean of her dream school and essentially wrote this letter about like her experience and, this and that so far and just kind of went for it and the dean emailed back and actually gave her a scholarship to attend the university which was both of her universities she currently went to was out of state and she was able to attend her dream university on a scholarship because she went out of her comfort zone and emailed the dean and good things came back and she was actually able to go to her college so I guess the point of that story is that like just go for it people always forget like the worst thing that can actually happen is a no like if you don't if you don't go up to the guy at the bar like you'll never know. But if you go up to him and he says no, like that's the worst time you go home with a no and you never see that person again. You know, like I feel like it sounds a lot scarier than it is. I always say like, I really wish I could go up to someone in my Pilates class and like ask them to get coffee, ask them to hang out. And I'm just like so scared of like being rejected because I know maybe I'll have to see them again at the next Pilates class. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to see him again if they're like not down or if like this girl is weird. But it's like, I'll never know unless I just do it. And I feel like I don't know. It's just something I have to be able to do. I feel like that happens so many times with jobs when you want a job really bad. And I feel like this is something that Abigail just recently went through. So maybe you can talk about it. It's like being too scared to send the email because you think you're going to get all no's. It's like, what's the point of like, and I'm not saying this is you. I'm saying just in general, like you think you're going to just get no's back or it's just going to be rejection. Like if you don't send the email, you're never going to know. And for all you know, they need someone like it's the right timing. Like there's so many times I've emailed someone, sent someone a DM on LinkedIn. They've responded even like DMs on Instagram for partnerships for drunken love. I was like, oh, this would never happen. They respond. They're fully down. So I'm like, you have to just try. Megs, I'm so glad you brought that up because if you know Megs, Megs personally to me, I think is the most go-getter type personality that whenever she thinks of a creative project or a creative idea, she always makes it come to fruition. I think that's one of the most admirable things about her because there's so many people in the world, including myself too, that are so scared to get out of our comfort zone and just go for it. And that's so admirable of Maggie. I feel like, no. <laughs> yes, Megs. Even with the podcast, I'm like, the podcast yeah. left the group chat. We said that in the last episode. Like, who podcast thought? Who would have thought? Group chat, baby. Who would have thought we actually would have done the podcast? I don't know. No, it's so true. But even that, Megs, like, you were already so on board with it. And I was like, me? Like, maybe. You know what I mean? It took me a hot minute to actually be like, okay, this is something I could do. But like, for you, you're like, I thought about this. I see success in this, like, let's go for it. And that's what I'm saying is that you're such a go-getter. Okay, well, that's really sweet. I love that you're saying that. I feel like the first thing I think of when I think of stories about times I, like, just went for something, the first one that comes to mind is, like, literally when I was probably, I think I was 12 or 13, and I, like, made my first YouTube video. And, of course, I was, like, literally just a kid. I was, like, 13 years old. 
but I was in my bathroom like making videos I was so scared to upload them even though I had zero subscribers like no one was following me and that's like just now the same thing as when people start social media or people start whatever they want to start you're always scared in the beginning to post because you're scared of what other people will think and I think that's the whole thing about this is even with like shooting your shot in relationships like starting something new I think a lot of times people are really scared of like how other people will feel and what the judgment of other people could be I think the biggest thing to remember is that literally no one cares what you're doing because they're so focused on themselves. I always like want to reiterate this every time we have an episode because honestly it took me forever to get this through my head is that genuinely when we both tell you this is no one is thinking about you because everyone is so concerned with themselves. And I forget where I saw this quote from, but it is the most true thing ever. It says, happy bitches aren't hating and hating bitches aren't happy. And I just want, I use that quote for legitimately anything I do in my life because I'm like, hold on, even for this episode or like this podcast, for example, if someone wants to talk shit about this podcast, like honestly, let them first of all, because if you were talking shit about this podcast, like clearly you're not happy with something in your life because you feel the need to talk shit about other people who are doing something that makes them happy. You know what I mean? And it's, and yeah, it's and I feel like the people that everything. thrive the most are the people that don't care what anyone else thinks and they're just yes. going for what they want. It's so true. And I honestly spent like my whole graduate year having the most, like the biggest imposter syndrome ever is like being like I was um, like transplanted into a different country. I just looked like I was the biggest sore thumb. And I just want to say, because I regret that so much, is that no one cares. Like, legitimately, no one cares. And honestly, people thought I had such a cool accent. I was going around the entire time, like, trying to talk the least <laughs> amount possible. <laughs> like, I'm I dead. just think that's the funniest thing ever. And I just want to silent mode. <laughs> no, bro, straight up. And that's just, like, not who I am. And I just want to say is that people find you so cool from afar, even if they're not telling you personally to your face. So just keep doing what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, the people who are supposed to be with you, the people who are supposed to stick with you on your journey, they're going to be there to the end through and through. I completely agree. I think life is too short not to just go after what you want. And like, again, take this as a reminder for the new year and things you want to do and things you want to go after. Just remind yourself, like it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And I think the happiest people are like what Abigail's like, the happiest people are like thriving and doing their own thing. Even if people aren't telling you good job and like, I love what you're doing in the beginning, like that doesn't mean anything keep going if it's something that's making you happy and that you feel like you're thriving and doing well at like keep it up because good things can come from that and I feel like a lot of times in the beginning if you're not getting that encouragement like always or someone being like good job keep going like you're not always going to get that a lot of the best people don't get that in the beginning like they just have to kind of put their head down have their own self there for themselves and be able to cheer themselves on because not everyone is going to cheer you on no exactly you have to be your biggest cheerleader and your biggest advocate because if you don't advocate for yourself and your life like you will honestly never get out what you want from your life and even now like sitting here at 24 and I know that I want to get my doctor and go back to school and I know that's a long-term goal of mine and I know the point of this episode today is going after what you want well okay so if I want to go back and get my doctor but that's in like a year or two what am I doing now to go after what I want? I was actually going to ask you if you could tell the story of this year. Like you knew this year when you got home from abroad, you wanted to like start your career and start somewhere. For people out there that are in the same position and about to start a career or want to start something new and get into their field, can you tell a little bit about how you did that? Even feeling like, oh, you may not get it. I remember you texting me being like, 
none of these places are going to reply. I'm not going to get any of these jobs. And then like, I think a week or two later, like all the places that you had emailed or replied to responded interviewing you, like wanting to interview you. So tell a little bit about that because I feel like you kind of doubted yourself in the beginning, but so much good came from when you actually like shot your shot or like went for it i like honestly did a lot like i was on like linkedin and indeed all the time just like and it's a to lot of work it. please tell people it's a lot of work to like do no, this kind of stuff LinkedIn, honestly my mom told me that she's like applying for jobs and searching for jobs is a full-time job in and of itself and i was like damn you're yeah. so right like why? yeah bro i know people that will apply to like a hundred a week when they're looking for a new oh job like a lot of my friends up right now that have jobs will apply to new jobs just for fun just to shoot the shot see what's out there see if they get Nothing. a response see if they get an interview they get a lot of the interviews yeah. Sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. But a lot of people like literally will re- apply to a hundred jobs a week. No, but bro, to, okay, to, like, try I'm... and get an interview. No, but honestly, there's no skin off your back doing that. If you have extra time and you like, there's always time to elevate yourself. And I think that's one of the biggest things about, or the biggest things I want to talk about today in this episode is that you should always be elevating yourself and making yourself the best. But I also want to say is that sometimes, and I think social media does this a lot too is that mm-hmm. it shows that or I guess it portrays this idea that we should never be happy with where we are I agree with you on the LinkedIn thing I think that's totally a full-time job but I think also with this whole going for it thing you have to do like you have to remember that it's not just going to be easy like it is hard work but I think hard work does pay off and like yeah. good things are not somewhere. always easy yeah yeah no it's so true even with like entry-level jobs and being a year or two out of college I feel like social media has portrayed this idea that we're supposed to be making six figures right off the bat. I feel like we even talked about this in an earlier episode, I think navigating life post-college, but it is so true. Is that like $20 an hour, $25 an hour, whatever the pay is you get, $15 an hour. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're not going to stay at that level. You're working your way up. Yeah. You just have to start somewhere. And that's what I even keep reiterating to myself is that like, I'm not going to stay in this job forever. This is a stepping stone to like my greater future and like what I want out of life so no I totally agree and I think we have to just remember how we would never be like where we are today and done things that we've done unless we actually took that chance took that opportunity whatever it was and that just makes me think of so many things in my life and it makes me think of when I first started my business and I had my idea I was like oh is this gonna work like I doubted myself for a little I think everyone like when you first have an idea of like a job you want to do like something you want to go after if you see a job application that like is a little maybe you're a little underqualified for something like that. Mm-hmm. It feels kind of it feels kind of intimidating, but I think yes. you just have to believe in yourself, which can be really hard to do. I know, but like you just have to believe in yourself that it can happen because like look at all the good things that come. I feel like if I'd never started this business, there's so many things I wouldn't have learned. I've learned more than I like ever have in the last two years of my life because of yeah. this business, because of a chance I took on an idea. Like there's just yeah. little things that happen and and just bring a lot of good things. I don't know. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I saw, I forget where I was looking, but I saw this social media post about being the job that makes you feel uncomfortable and insecure at times because that is the job where you will grow the most and be, and it will prepare you the most, not only for life and whatever life throws at you, but your future jobs. Because being in a job that makes, that makes you feel comfortable does not allow for room for growth. Oh my God. And I was like, damn, you're so right. <laughs> I will never forget. And I feel like I always bring up my college internships, but I think I had like three or four. So they always just come up, but I'll never yeah. forget some of those college internships I did that were literally hell. Like yeah, I would drive hell. at 5am or earlier. I'd wake up and drive. I think I woke up at 430 and I would drive at five to get to work 
by like nine because the traffic would be that bad from Orange County to LA in the morning. I would sit in traffic for like three hours, exhausted, get there. And I hated that job. Literally hated it. I felt like I didn't even know what I was doing because they didn't even need an intern. I was just there to like ask questions. I felt like I was just like a random person. I didn't like the department. And I was like, why am I here? But it was so challenging. And it made me realize and wake up that maybe this is not the job for me because I thought for so long I wanted to be in the music industry and I wanted to be doing something with that and that was kind of my wake up of like I don't know if the music industry is actually for me so I feel like even if it's a job that you're doing right now that you're suffering or like you really hate it or something it will show you something in the end and like you'll be glad you went for that job or did it I don't think and hopefully you won't regret it hopefully you'll be happy and it will show you something that like you needed to see even with like dating people so recently going back to shooting your shot or going back to relationships, I guess we could say, is I have a friend that went through a breakup that was really, really hard, and they're still struggling with it to this day. And I think the biggest thing that we always talk about in breakups, and we're not going to get into this, our whole His Loss episode that we have up about breakups goes more into this. But I think you just have to remember is that when someone doesn't work out and a relationship is not for you, and it is a really tough breakup, you're one step closer to actually finding the relationships for you. And I think that's the same thing with jobs, same thing with career, because you have to jump around, you have to do the hard work. Like Abigail is not loving every single second at her job, I'm sure. Like, there's moments I don't like the things I do. Like, we all hate things about the situation we're in, but it gets us to the next one. And that's life, yeah. Yep. <laughs> life sucks. Muggy. <laughs> I'm like, and life like sucks. We're just, like, stay in your job. Like, I feel like we're just, like, ranting. But Suffer. honestly, everything that we say is so true. And I keep reiterating Fuck. this to myself, too, because I'm like, oh, I just want to be in the next phase of my life where I do have things figured out. But honestly, we're never going to have things figured out. Bro, can I just like, bring up ever. New York again? Not to keep talking about yes. myself, but I moved to New York thinking New York was – I thought New York was my dream place. I've always wanted to live in New York City. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to be just like sex in the city. Like, literally, no, but I am so happy I moved. <laughs> but I cannot wait to move. Like, I cannot wait to my next step. I feel like I really want to be right about this this year. I'm moving this year, and I really want to be right about the fact that I'm going to be so much happier somewhere else. And I hope I'm right about that because I thought I was going to be right about New York. So fingers crossed here. But I thought New York was going to be right for me and I was wrong. But I feel like I had to go for it and move there. And if I didn't, I would never know it's not for me. And I am happy because there were good times. But in the end, I think I realized it's not my place. It's not for me. You and New York are not meant to be. And that's okay. We're not not in love. It's okay. It's okay. But Megs, I have a question for you because having two older sisters kind of lead the way was definitely easier for me with navigating life post-college. But my sisters would be like, don't wear that or like what are you doing you know what I mean like I know you have a younger like younger siblings but you were the oldest like how Mm -hmm. was that for you like paving the way for your siblings like did you ever feel like there was times of like I have no idea what I'm doing and I don't even know if my parents can help me either but I'm just gonna go for it I mean I think 100% I also think when you're going through those things growing up you don't really think about it like that like now maybe I think about it more I'm like oh am I doing the right thing like for my little Mm -hmm. brother who's like 11 like am I showing him a good example or like Am I doing something he'd be proud of and be like, oh, she like is really like going for it, whatever. But I think in the moment back then, I wasn't really thinking about it. But now that I look back, I mean, I guess there were things that I did like trying to, sorry, I'm trying to think of like a specific example. Nothing's coming to me. But your parents took a different route for like careers and college and things. And you went directly out of high school to college. That's what I'm saying. It's like, were you ever like, oh shit, like I'm the first I one mean, out of my- yeah, bro, being the first one to go off to college, I guess that you're, that wasn't you because you're more of like a middle child. Yeah. Like that is really scary. I'll never forget my parents dropping me off and like my dad and mom like crying and me thinking like, oh my God, am I going to be okay out here? I'm like the first sibling to be dropped off, but like I just got to be strong. I think I'm the type of person too who's like, I got to be independent. I got to be strong. Like, yeah. so I just like brush it off and try to like not focus on the hard things. Mm-hmm. But 
I mean, yeah, I think being the oldest sibling, like, you definitely have that pressure on you to, like, be the one to lead the way and stuff. I don't know. Do you have any advice for other people who are like that or maybe not have anybody in their life who supports them in a way that we have people that are able to? I mean, again, like we always say, be there for yourself. Like you said earlier, be your biggest cheerleader. True. Like, journal, be self-reflective. Like we always say, all our little wellness shit we always say, like, keep those little things in mind and... I don't know make it happen I was gonna ask you like moving more into the personal side of like sh- of, like I don't want to keep saying shooting shop um moving into like the third phase of this podcast I guess we wanted the to talk about phase. yeah we wanted to talk about like, relationships career and then I wanted to get into like personal like self stuff is there stuff that you're working on within yourself and I feel like this is something we talked about in the last episode so I don't want to be repetitive yeah. but, like in the last year I've already talked about in the last episode how I felt like so alone and so like self-reflective and I've spent a lot of time alone figuring out what I want and like what I want to work on, is there anything like personal wise that like you really want to like work on within this year? And like, even like not even just like in this year, like, is there anything you're working on right now that like, is really hard for you? I know you mentioned like the whole um, self image. I know, in the last I feel episode. like I'm already super open on it. <laughs> I like spill the major tea about like my most interpersonal life on here, lol. But I guess for me, what I'm working on is I've always been the type of person to always know my next step in life. And I've mentioned this in episode two, I think. But when I was graduating high school, I well, I committed at 16, but I always knew my next step in life before I even had the chance to go to it. Like, for example, I already knew where I was going to college. I already knew what I was going to do in college before I even attend college, step foot on campus. And I guess what I'm trying to say by that is now – I'm just trying to like live in the moment, like be in the present and just really relish that because I think I've never been more content than I am right now. Physically, mentally, I just don't, I don't feel like I need to put out this like sort of front that I have, like one, all my shit together or two, I am like this perfect person. I like try to portray myself on a social media because I am not at all. And even though I don't have my shit together, like I'm working on it. You know what I mean? And I may not know what I'm doing in the future, but in a year or two from now, like hopefully I know what I, I'm doing. But I guess that's what I'm trying to say is that what I'm working on is just being content and being happy with like where I am right now at this present moment. I love that. What about for you? That's so calming. I love what we always say about <laughs> being in your 20s is just that time of like figuring out and knowing you don't have it yeah. all together. And like the more we talk about it, the more I feel comfortable with like not having it all together. I think this year, like – how I always say it was like my loneliest year in New York. I felt yeah. like I was just like all alone. I think I didn't have people all the time to talk about how we're all going through the exact same thing. And I think this podcast even has helped me realize like just talking with you and having our little weekly combos and me even talking to other people about it, like knowing that someone else is going to listen to this. I'm like, oh, I need to hear this too. Is like, you're not alone. We're all working on our stuff. Like nobody's perfect. Like people that are even like 35 and like 50 have stuff that they're working on. Like I was talking to my dad today about one of his friends that like, still has like problems that he's working on and like I won't get into that but I'm just like there's always going to be like something in your life that you're working on and and that's the thing that to always remember too is like everyone has their own battle like when you're walking around and you like see someone in your head you're like making fun of them or you're being judgmental towards someone or like someone posts on Instagram like that they're pregnant and they're like underage and they like don't have they're not married like whatever you're like oh my god I can't believe they did that it's like we have to remember like we don't know the situation. Like we don't know what everyone's yeah. going through. Like everyone's scenario is different. And I think of course all of us are guilty of like being that person that's judgmental or like too quick to tell or like judge. And people were thinking the same thing about us. It's like maybe someone was thinking when we started this podcast, like, Oh my God, them two on a podcast, like that's going to be a disaster. Like 
oh my yeah. god I would never listen to that I'll be so annoying like whatever people think it's like you can't care yeah. what everybody thinks like yeah. they're not living your life they're not walking in your shoes every single day you have to like be there for yourself so I just yeah, yeah I agree with right. what you're saying honestly I swear to god the million dollar question of being in your 20s is like oh what do you do for work like I think whenever you go out and meet people it's always like oh, like, what are you doing for work? Or, like, what are you doing now? And if people, like, expect, like, such, like, this extravagant answer, like, I don't know. That's just the way I feel. And, I, like, you know, I don't know. Am I wrong? Like, I feel like that's the million-dollar question of your 20s is, like, oh, like, what do you do for work? Or what are you doing 100%. now? 100%. Yeah. Oh, like, where like, do you live? Do you st- – oh, you still live with your parents? It's, like, uh <laughs> – you yeah. know what I mean? No, 100%. Know. Or, like, who are you with? Like, when are you getting married? Like, yeah. what's that plan looking like? Like – Oh do you God, have it together? Yeah. How much money are you making? Like, not even that's like really aggressive, but like, people want to, like, people want to care about other people so bad. Like, I, I feel like being from this town, like, the town we're from, like, actually feels really small because everybody knows everybody and everyone's in everyone's business. And I, when I see a lot of people, like, moms I used to know or just like people I used to know, I'm like, how do these moms still care about like what all of us are doing? And they're like yeah. 50 years old. I'm just like, bro. No, but dude, I'm not kidding. The only reason people care about genuinely care about what other people are doing is to see if they're doing okay or worse compared to the other people. I'm not kidding. You know what and I want to say? Doing, if they're doing better, then they're like, oh, okay, I'm gen- I'm like, I'm good. What? <laughs> people want you to do good, but never better than them. And that's facts. Yes. And they're always looking Period. around. They're like, what are you doing? What Stop. are you doing? It's like, no, no, no. Like focus on you. Like nobody wants anyone to be doing better than them. Like they can be happy for someone else, but they're like, oh, I hope they're not doing better than me. I hope they're not making more money than me. Like having a better career, meeting the better guy, like whatever it is. Like people are always looking around. It's like, no, you need to focus on yourself. And that's what social media has just fucked us up yep. because social media yep. has us looking at every single other person. Like, oh, they're doing better than me all the time. 3000 people are doing better than me on my feed right now because they have better yep. clothes, better life. They're traveling more. Like they have the perfect guy. And like, then you yeah. like find out all these things later on. Like it's just it's all so fake. It's annoying. Nope. It's really it annoying. we always oh, talk oh, about how annoying social media is. No, I know, but that's honestly what I was trying to say earlier is that like I generally do not care to like uphold. Not that I really ever did, but I I kind of felt a pressure to like always like be my best self. And now I'm just like, eh, fuck it. Like this is not like how you see me is how I am. And I think it's so freeing to just feel like you're not having to be anyone but yourself. And yeah, it's like just, what like, you see is what you get, like, baby. Like this is yes. me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And oh I would God. just like to end this episode with, again, this statement of happy bitches aren't hating and hating bitches aren't happy. And that is the Facts. most accurate thing ever. Bye. Facts. <laughs> happy 2023, everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed our episode. If you guys have any recommendations for topics for episode, we're going to be posting a form this week, probably like literally tomorrow of topic ideas we want any suggestions because we just want topics for the new year we have some fun things planned but if you guys have anything you want us specifically here we want to hear it so hit us up at call my bluff pod love you guys so much thanks for listening love you guys bye guys bye